0: Good evening. This is coming to you from Portland, Oregon. It's the west coast of the U.S., for all of you who don't know. I'd like to give a special shout out to my sister in the Mediterranean tonight. I'm looking at you, Greece. Tonight, I'd like to talk about family pressure or expectations and being brave enough to follow your dreams. This is in response to a question from someone, now a friend of mine, who is feeling like life was leading her down an unhappy path. Her folks have a certain expectation of what her life should look like, and she has different ideas about this and what will make her happy. And attempting to appease them, she's kind of put her dreams of pursuing fine arts on hold, and this is something that's really given her a heavy heart. And the idea of a future... With an unfulfilling job, being married with kids, and basically settling for what she sees as a mediocre life is a nightmare to her. While this might be a perfect happy life for some, it's just not what she wants. So she was looking for some input on how to navigate this. And this entire story was really heart-wrenching to me, so I felt compelled to share it. Uh, Hopefully it can help anyone out there in similar circumstances. These are some of my thoughts on it, with a few additional things thrown in tonight. So first, I would say if you're almost done with university, just stick it out. Finish and then start to do your art full time if that's what you truly want. If you're not almost finished or just started college, I'll tell you what I did and compared to some people that I know. So when I left high school, I didn't go to university immediately. I worked doing graphic design for a few years, got my own apartment, worked all week, made money, played drums in two bands, and partied with friends on the weekends. It was great. It was exactly what I wanted to be doing at that point in my life and some of the best times in my life. After two years, I decided I wanted to go back to college, so I went to an affordable two-year community college for audio and video production. I studied for a few years there transferred to a decent four-year arts-based university, and left school when I was in my mid-20s. I had a ton of fun in college. Met really cool people, made awesome friends, some of whom I'm still in touch with today. Those were some of the best times of my life, and I'm glad I waited to go back to school because when I did go back, I knew exactly what I wanted to study, and I enjoyed my classes immensely. Some people who go to university right out of high school don't enjoy it because they really don't know what they want to do. So they just take general studies and classes they're really not interested in. While there may be some required classes we don't fully enjoy, the whole point of higher education should be molding your dreams and doing what you love. And the classes you enroll in should mirror that desire. So if your first experience is taking crap classes you care nothing about, it's not going to give you confidence in the experience or the motivation to continue, do well, or stay engaged. Now, some people I know went to college right out of high school and graduated by the time they were 21 or 22 years old. Most of them got careers, got married, bought a house, had kids, etc., etc. As for myself, I never got married and I'm not, I've not had any children yet. Here's the important bit. Almost everyone I know who went to college right out of high school because their parents insisted or pressured them or followed the societal notion that it's the proper thing to do with your life at that age, a lot of those people are now either in a miserable marriage or divorced or working a job they hate going to every day. Certainly no way to live out the short time we have in this life. And not all of them are unhappy, of course. There are some who really enjoy what they do every day but it's usually not what they originally studied in college. These are the ones who decided to change careers by the time they were 25 or 30 years old, which actually happens a lot because our interests change as we mature and get older. So all of those years of college, academically speaking, were somewhat wasted time and money. That is if they didn't enjoy it, didn't have fun, didn't party with friends, go on adventures, road trips, or didn't get out and experience life to the fullest. At this point in my life, I'm not a recording engineer, but I most certainly got everything I could out of my college years, and I had an incredible time. Awesome life experiences. Now, all this happens because people made important long-term decisions about their lives before they were old enough or mature enough to see what those choices and decisions would have on their lives later on, in the future. They also didn't yet know what they truly wanted in life. And sometimes they did things all because their parents said so. Don't do that. Make your own carefully calculated decisions based on deep introspection. At some point, you have to realize this is your life and not anyone else's. You should be able to live it how you want to live it. Most parents are worried their children won't be able to support themselves or they want them to have stability and security in their lives so they encourage them to get steady careers in high-paying fields. I get that. But if that's not where your heart is, then don't do it because you'll just become miserable, unfulfilled, and end up resenting them for it. And if your parents or your significant others don't understand, tell them you want to do something you love rather than something that's not in your heart or will make you miserable. Tell them you don't care about a house, marriage, and kids right now. Tell them you want to live your life in a way that will bring you happiness. Ask them nicely to accept that you've made a decision to live a happier life and that's what you plan to do. And if they can't accept that, you know, to hell with them. Once you reach adulthood, your parents should be supportive, not authoritative and controlling. Now, I'm sure there are some people thinking, oh, my God, I could never let my parents down like this and tell them how I actually feel or what I want for my life, or they would freak out so badly and potentially disown me if I tell them I have my own plans for my future. And for those of you who can't relate to this or think it's unheard of, there are definitely some parents and cultures out there that place immense pressure on people to succeed from the time they're very young all through school and even into adulthood in order to attain what they see as crucial or necessary lifestyles or careers. This type of thing stretches across all classes, cultures, and walks of life, obviously, but I've noticed it particularly in friends of mine who've had extremely wealthy parents. Not all, of course, but I would say the majority I've known were basically mapping out their kids' entire life from birth with little to no consideration as to what their child actually desired. It was honestly a pretty sad thing to learn about and see firsthand. I've also heard that I think Korean culture can be pretty adamant about kids' grades and the pressure they put on them to be successful and do well. I'm pretty sure I've heard the artist David Cho mention this and how it's affected him and his Korean friends, even into adulthood. I think there may even be a term for it. Um, I can't remember. Uh... Korean shame or Korean guilt. There's a special term for it, I think. And any Korean listeners out there, please correct me if I'm butchering that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a prevalent thing in Korean culture, though. Japan and America are both very work-centric cultures that place a ton of value on an all-work, no-play ideology. It's what makes you a worthy man or woman in some sense. If you're not working or working hard you're quietly looked down upon. In America, it's not boasting about how great your last vacation was that brings merit. It's bragging about how you constantly work 50 to 60 hour work weeks. I'm guilty of this myself. At my last job, I didn't take a week's vacation for the four years I worked there. I took a day or two off a few times a year, but that was about it. And when I left that gig, I had almost three weeks vacation saved up I hadn't used. I neglected to take vacation because I didn't want to potentially be behind when I returned or potentially slow up production by being absent. And that's workaholic mentality at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. I don't plan on ever doing that again, obviously. But Vacations are crucial. And I'm not saying having good work ethic is an inherently bad thing. It's not at all. But when a large portion of the culture is solely based around hard work, we end up being quite dull, dimensionless people as a whole. Especially when it's not a job we enjoy doing every day. So you got to love what you do. And when there's no room for leisure, downtime, and self-discovery, what are we actually living for? Why are we doing this at all? And before anyone starts flipping out in the comments, I'm not saying... This is the case with all wealthy people or all Koreans or all Japanese or Americans, obviously. If you have wealthy parents or Korean parents who've given you full-life autonomy, good for you. I'm not talking about you, and I'm happy for you. If you're a Japanese or an American worker who doesn't work their tail off, good. I'm glad you don't. Back to what I was saying about expectation if you're in a situation with immense pressure or expectations, it may come down to you either letting them down or you ending up miserable with how they're shaping your life. You eventually have to make a decision. What's more important to you? And of course, if you think they're going to do something rash, like kick you out of the house for choosing your own path in life, then obviously wait, save money, find your own place first. I don't want to learn people listening to this went and picked a fight with their folks or a significant other and got kicked to the curb because of it. So, you know, if you're a young teenager, bide your time. Wait until you can move out, go away to school, or learn a trade you actually have interest in learning. You'll have plenty of time to be yourself and do what you want after you're 18 and well into your 20s. Now, all that said, if money and security is more important to you, then you should get a career in a field that will be lucrative so you don't have to worry about money or security. However, if you don't care about making all kinds of money, if you don't want a big house, mortgage, debt, marriage, kids, then you should only do what you love to do, whatever you're passionate about, and whatever is in your heart. Another important thing to point out with my situation was the fact that I had graphic design to fall back on right out of high school. It kind of just fell into my lap my senior year when the scheduling counselor suggested I take it since I liked art. So before and during college, I was never forced to work a minimum wage job or a job I didn't enjoy. A lot of people I knew were working jobs they didn't really enjoy for peanuts while I was doing what I loved. And I'll never discount how fortunate I've been and how much I'm still grateful for it today. Tremendously grateful. The point here is... While you're on the way to fulfilling your dreams, it might be beneficial to get some skills or experience doing something you enjoy early on so you won't have to work a shit job you hate for little reward. And these days, it's mostly what you know and not what degree you have that gets you in the door. There are a ton of skills anyone can learn just by strapping in, putting the time in, Practicing tutorials and using the internet as a tool for learning and advancing skills and knowledge. It's the work you put in that will get you where you want to go. Nothing of true worth is free in life. In regard to the lifestyle of an artist, it's usually not filled with piles and piles of money, unfortunately. That's depending on what you do, obviously. But if you really enjoy what you're doing every day, in my opinion, that's what matters. And much of the time, if you're doing what you're really passionate about, past will open up for you and it will find a way to sustain you. It's not all idealistic theory and romantic notions either, though. You also have to be smart about how you do it and cultivate relationships. And again, you have to put in the actual work. There are a million books and a million options out there today to find a sustainable life doing what you love. It's usually the trial and error and the choosing that's hardest, at least for me. It's your choice, though. It's your life. And always remember, you can change the path you're on if you don't like where it's going. Maybe in 10 years you won't have these particular interests anymore, and instead you want to do photography or floral design or mechanical engineering or interior design then just do it. Go back to college or trade school or become someone's apprentice and learn the skills to do what you want to do. A lot of the people I've talked to who are quote-unquote secure with a house and money and marriage are miserable for the most part, most of the time. Why? Because they're not doing what they want to do. They're not doing what's in their heart. And for some, it's actually due to fear of change. So don't be afraid to change either. You have to decide what's most important to you and do that. Listen to your heart. So uh, that was a little tangential. Um, I hope this has helped someone in some way. And I'll talk to you next time. Good night, guys.